welcome to the Whiskey Sisters podcast. I am Inka Larissa. And I am Jennifer Rose. Season one, you have rocked. You are listening to the season finale of Whiskey Sisters, the podcast. Today, we will look back on some of our favourite whiskies and events throughout our very first season. And of course, sample some hardcore and a tram from Tobermory Distillery. But let's hear the whiskey news first. Stick your nose in it. A British man was arrested by the FBI last week for allegedly spearheading a £13 million whiskey scam, defrauding more than 150 investors. Oh, the snake. He would phone older US residents and promise them significant returns on investments made on rare whiskies and fine wine. The fraud was exposed when an 89-year-old man from Ohio phoned police after being tricked out of 300,000 US dollars by the scammers, having been told he would be able to double his investments in just three years. Oh, that breaks my heart. I know. I always feel bad. What is all that about? That is just so bad. According to a report by Cleveland.com, the scammer had even travelled to the US to meet potential investors face-to-face. Oh my God, looking them in the eye. Serious scammer. Serious. Having first cold called them using aggressive and deceptive tactics. Oh, I bet they were trying to sell them gold out the back of a car as well. (laughs) I know. (laughs) If there's any new listeners, check, like listen back on one of our first episodes about Jake's experiences and buying a cask. That's (laughs) it. All about cask investment. So, exclusive um, parties in Scotland were further dangled as bait to snare potential whisky investors interested in expressions such as the 217 Craig Allocky Scotch. Elderly investors were apparently taken in by the British accents used by the fraudsters along with their supposed whisky wisdom. At least he got caught which is good. Exactly. Good old FBI. Oh quick fact about me Inca. Oh do you know, like when I was a teenager, I, I've probably told you this before, I was obsessed with the film Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that movie, right? And I used to think, oh, Jodie Foster as Claddie Starling in the FBI, like jogging through the forest at Quantico. And I was like, see when I, see when I leave school, I think I'll join the FBI. <laughs> and then I realised like I wasn't fit enough. I wasn't smart enough. And you have to be American. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah, you didn't have any American in your in your test, did you? Exactly, exactly. So that was an epic career um, aspiration fail. Oh, you, I can imagine you coming from Isle of Mull, wants to be part of the FBI. Just go straight from the islands to <laughs> snagging serial killers. <laughs> oh, my God. So what's been your favorite stick your nose moment well I've really first of all I've really enjoyed us sticking our nose into it I feel like we're kind of a mix between intrepid whiskey reporters and just kind of like dram gossipers but I guess do you remember when we spoke about the McCallum release that had the big like Halloween hands around it (laughs) I know that was that's definitely one of my not like favorite but most memorable yeah. Because it's super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Anka? What stands out in the stick your nose in it in season one for you? Oh, one of the, because I'm a huge fan of Rasi distillery, as mm-hmm. we all now know. So them starting a new distillery in Campbelldown. So obviously that will be something for the future. So that was like, I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's brilliant news. Talking about Rasi, 
Oh, I should tell our listeners what I got for birthday for my birthday. <gasps> oh, drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, because while I'm still waiting in the queue for the amazing peated Bordeaux cask from Rasi, so we'll see next year if that's going to happen. But we're definitely in the queue. But meanwhile, I now have a little thirty liter baby cask from Rasi. <laughs> With yeah. heated whisk inside. <laughs> that is such an amazing present. And like, can you just imagine the wee cute battle? Like, do you not want to almost hold it like a baby? I know. So yeah, so it takes three years to mature. And then I need to think what I'm going to do with it. So I'm still contemplating this whole like Whiskey Sisters bottling. And I get to keep the cask. That's amazing, isn't it? I know. I'm already, oh. I'm thinking I might make a Negroni in it, oh. you know, like aged Negroni. Oh, you could maybe end up in like the, the Guinness World Book of Records. Is that what you call it? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we were talking about. That's actually one of the news was that giant Meta um, Metallica. Italian <laughs> bottle. Yes, yes. That that entered the Guinness World. Yeah, intrepid. That's intrepid. right. See, we've remembered more than we thought. <laughs> I know. It's all about Macallan. <laughs> all about Macallan. Yeah. Dram on fire. So I'm so pleased that you managed to source a bottle of Artcore by yes. Artbeg. Yeah, it was so hard to get, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. It kept running out. Actually, talking about Artbeg, I really struggle because obviously a lot of people pronounce Artberg like Berg, like there's an R at the end, but they're like Artberg, but oh, it's Artbeg. Yeah. Even like when I say without, I, I say Artbeg. But when I listen back our recordings, it always sounds like I'm saying Ardberg. <laughs> I think that nice. sounds quite sophisticated. Ardberg. I don't even know how I say it. Ardberg. Yeah, Ardberg. So we eventually got our hands on it and there was just so much, I guess, hype is fair to say around it and like super sassy, punky um, marketing. I know, and I think it got our name on it already. Like I think the whole punk music vibe, like I'm not yeah. into punk music, but just, I'm still kind of like, ah. Exactly. You know? We're more rock metal girls, but yeah. like can't say no to a bit of punk, but definitely so appealing and the bottle looks super funky as does all their packaging. So what do we think about it? Do you want to just tell us a little bit more about what's the deal? Okay, so it is created with roasted black malt, roasted to the extreme. And the malt is what defines its distinctive profile. Described as tasting like biting on a spiky ball, Artcore is a dram that wears its heart on its sleeve and it's a black heart. And I think that's a direct quote from our beloved Dr. Bill Lumsden. It is. And it's bottled at four to six percent ABV. The color is very clear. Very clear. Like clear straw, but even like super pale straw. Yeah, super duper. And I can see why he would say it's like biting on a spiky ball. Oh, actually, let's just do the aromas first. Sorry, I'm, I'm too excited. <laughs> so, aromas is kind of sweet and savory and smoky at the same time. And I think if once you let it sit in the glass for a little bit longer, you get a little bit more from it. But yeah, salty toffee sweetness, I think. 
I really struggled to get the smoke on the nose of the Ardcore. I found it quite, I found it quite perfumey in the nose, like a gentle sweetness. And I've written soft core on the nose. I just <laughs> expected it to be more impactful somehow. Oh, I'm talking about soft core. <laughs> Jen, Jen basically brought me a sample of the art core and she ran out of stickers to put on the bottle. <laughs> and she used a sticker of Harry Styles and then wrote art core for 6% ABV. So like the yeah, sticker, that's the, the least, opposite of the punk image. The least, exactly, exactly. Oh, thanks for that exposure, Inka. Yeah, it did have a Harry Styles sticker on it. I know. So I just, for me, gentle sweetness, maybe some green apple and I've jotted down cake batter. You know, like before you bake a sponge oh, cake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with a little bit of vanilla or something in there. Yeah, yeah. But I kind of was underwhelmed by by it on the nose. But I think I'd built myself up into a state of extreme excitement, almost as if Dr. Bill was going to hand me the glass and <laughs> be dressed all like all punky. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's much more mellow. Mm-hmm. But then once you take the, take the first sip, that's when you know where the biting on a spiky ball comes. It's like a spice kick going all yeah. over your... You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a bit of a like a ricochet of spice, isn't there? Mm. For me, it was like quite a strong ginger baking spice. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I would say black pepper as well. Uh huh. Yeah. What else did you get on the palate? What other notes? You get a little bit of still there smokiness, but it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. A lot of herbal notes. Mm. So I left it in the glass for a little while just to let it open up a little bit and I, I was thinking like thyme dried oregano burnt rosemary almost like you know when you make roast oh, potatoes yeah. and you put rosemary like fresh rosemary and then it burns and that kind of then sometimes when you bite it on like bite it with the potato you're spot kind of- on there yeah I hadn't I haven't got any of that but I'm actually sipping some as we're chatting and I hundred I think that is brilliant descriptions and I would say, yeah, also you get that kind of barley. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggled a little bit um, on the palate. I definitely got that strong spice, but I found the flavours much more kind of, I guess, delicate than I'd imagined. Mm. I struggled to detect the herbs, although now you see that, it just is like, no, of course. <laughs> I think I, th- throughout the season, we haven't had many whiskies that have been that herbal. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Um, and again, I just kind of got like maybe more baked sponge cake now and sour green apple on the palate. Mm, finish, kind of short, medium. Do you know, this is a bit cheeky, but I wrote on the finish, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel totally let down by hardcore. I was so excited and I'm just like, oh. I don't know, like... I got excited about the first sip because it was all, like all those spices yeah, going yeah. around. But yeah, it's a much more mellow. And I found the finish quite, the smoke like ashy. Yeah, yeah. New, new leather jacket, you know, like that kind <laughs> of smell of new leather jacket. Yeah. Like, I can't like decide Before if I like it or any... if I hate it. I'm glad we got a bottle for sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I would have another dram. I don't know like yeah it's not as exciting as the build-up to it yeah but I like it because it's a bit different than what I've been drinking recently good point we'll have to ask our listeners as well on Instagram or somewhere what they've been thinking about this because yeah. I've seen because at one point everyone's posting loads of bottles of hardcore on Instagram but all the bottles were closed it's like what 
I want to know what it tastes like. Yeah, uh-huh. Like I've seen the bottle, you know. So now I think enough time gone by. So would like to know what people think. What people are thinking of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But slanch to Dr. Bill. If we had a tenner for every time we mentioned him in this podcast, we could buy ourselves a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. We should put a tenner in the in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> the Dr. Bill jar. <laughs> yeah. And then just buy like an odd book or yeah glen morangi or something definitely <laughs> the next dram is oh this is a funny story so this is from tobermory distillery which we famously left behind after our long <laughs> private <laughs> tasting session at the distillery <laughs> with diana she uh, spoiled she really spoiled us didn't she oh my god she just yeah like, what are you tasting now yeah. try some more what are you tasting now and like just like <laughs> really like really we were really analyzing every whiskey yeah and then we we had quite a few yeah then we had sort of three or four after the initial tasting of four yeah and then she kindly bottled uh one more for us to take with us but we were so excited taking pictures and all that and so we left (laughs) we left the bottles behind and then next day we're like searching for them everywhere just couldn't you figure it out so anyway she emailed us and said girls you left the bottles <laughs> do you want me to post them so how good yeah. was that and we're very glad so we thought we'd save it for this final this season finale episode yes so it's the 21 year old late check finished in ruby port pipe and bottled at 52.3 percent abv so it's a very special whiskey as well like i don't think it's very widely available anymore unfortunately how stunning is the color oh yeah very quite deep amber yeah yeah really deep amber so just like mm, juicy and delicious of in the color mm-hmm, definitely and the aromas just like nice barbecue like charcoal barbecue kind of smokiness love lovely kind of barbecue peach and pear yeah i was i'm feeling the whole barbecue vibes as well at first there's like dried fruits and you get that smokiness roasted pineapple and you know that kind of sticky rip ribs, oh, you know yeah. those like in the sticky sauce yeah yeah mm. oh nice like that nice smokiness not overpowering but um but very much there you don't have to search for the smoke on the nose mm. but it doesn't overpower all the other aromas that's how i found it yeah it's very um i think after trying quite a few latex during that tasting it is quite it's, you can recognize that it's late check, I think, yeah. from the nose. And how did you find it to taste, Anka? How was it in the palate? The spice kick, a little bit like a red chili, and the, the spices lingers quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking red fruits, like cranberries, but I don't know. I was a little bit struggling with the, like thinking. I think but, it was easier to get um, on the, the nose than it was the palate. Yeah, but it's, it's smokier on the palate than I was on the nose, I think. I found a, like a, a spice like like you, but I've jotted white pepper spice kick. There was a wee bit of a kind of floralness on the palate, but I was struggling to find a descriptive for it that felt right. But again, kind of charred pears, maybe some toasted almonds on the, on the palate for me. Mm, yeah, definitely some sort of floral thing, actually. Yeah. I said it. Mm. But like, I'm not very good at, you know, apart from like, you know, fragrances like rose that are kind of really easily identifiable or maybe honeysuckle or something. I'm, I don't feel I'm very descriptive with the floral notes. So that's something I would yeah. like to improve a bit on. 
Yeah, same. I can, yeah, if it's something like rose or elderflower, it's quite easy. Yeah. But something to practice for season two. We can just frolic around the meadows in our summer break, <laughs> sniffing on the flowers, honing oh. our noses. Sounds very romantic. Indeed. Finis medium-ish, and it yeah. kind of got quite dry, but not like like completely dry, but become mm -hmm. more woody, and maybe like you said about the bit more nuttiness. Yeah, I've got pretty much the same ink. I've got medium finish, kind of more of the same sense in the, you know, within the mouth, a kind of nutty, fruity woodiness on the mm. finish. I found it quite pleasant, though. Also, do you know what latex means? Oh, I think, did we talk about that in the Tobermory episode? I it can't remember. Safe haven. Oh, how nice this is, is that? This is quite nice, like, oh, you have your dram and you feel all cosy and... And it's you just know? keeping you safe from the, the wilds of the universe. And you can just be you and your dram glass. Yeah. So did um, you like it, like, overall? I really, I actually really did like that. I found it a beautiful balance. Some of the latex we tried when we went for our tasting, I found a little bit sweet. I didn't find that with this one. I thought it was a beautiful balance. It feels like a real treat. And if it was like, as, as if it's a dram that you would have on a very special occasion. Yeah, I have to agree. And I, I like the sweetness on the nose. And mm -hmm. I was quite happy that it didn't translate too much on the palate. Yeah. Because the previous latex were so just too too sweet, too intense. Yeah. Very nice. And thank you so much, Diana, for posting these bad boys. We're very, we would have been missing out had she not done that. Whiskey sisters. Because it's our season finale, I just had a little browse through our um, analytics and to see which countries people have been listening oh, cool. to the podcast. There was obviously this kind of, you know, you would expect UK, US, Italy, Finland, you know, mm -hmm. Germany, that kind of stuff. But there was a couple of surprises. There's, well, there's quite a few countries anyway, so I'm not going to list them all. That's but cool. Some of the surprising ones were places like Lebanon, mm -hmm. uh, Vietnam, Thailand. No way. Zim yeah, Zimbabwe. Hong Kong, New Zealand, like I thought, <gasps> pretty cool. Like we're literally worldwide podcast. Yes, that that's so cool. But it makes me feel a little bit shy. Like, oh, people are actually listening, and can they understand our wee accents? <laughs> yeah, we just the whole time we've just been thinking that we're just chatting, just two friends. Yeah, just don't think about anything else. <laughs> but yes, that, people are listening. That's amazing. So let's talk about a little bit of some of the highlights. What would you say has been your favorite episode? I know it's kind of difficult to narrow it down because, like, you know, they're quite different, but anything that you feel like. I think it is hard to, to nail it down because I like different episodes and enjoyed like recording them for and researching them for, for different reasons. I guess it was super exciting for me when we had Stuart Buchanan on because he's such like, he's just got such a depth of experience and because I had a teenage crush on him. So let's face it, that was just all about exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. And I was really proud of myself that I could actually speak to him and didn't get tongue-tied. So that, that does stand out as like such a lovely memory for me from season one what about you I actually I was gonna say next question was gonna be favorite guest so I was gonna say Stuart was one of them because all that knowledge that he had yeah and he was giving us loads of little snippets and little info and the cask finishing and all that kind of stuff or oh, uh, secondary maturation as he told us to call it yeah um so that was really good and I would definitely have him back 
on season two just to talk about something else. Yeah, and he gave us some teasers of these like famous people he'd met and shared drams with. Yeah, Thought but also a... funnily enough, like one of my also another like obviously I loved all our guests. Everyone was really Yay. good and like given loads of information. But if I would have to narrow it down, I also quite enjoyed Keith from the whiskey seller because. Yeah. He was giving us lots of good intel on the single grains and I don't know, maybe, maybe like, you know, these are two whiskey professionals who are the keepers of the quake. So yeah. maybe they do have that extra level of knowledge that. For sure. For yeah. sure. Such, such an accolade to such an honor. I wish they would give it to podcasters, Inca. <laughs> I think it'd be a good party, right? Uh, they might. We'll just have to do a couple more seasons. <laughs> so my favourite episode, I don't know, I quite enjoyed Glendronach. That was fun. That was fun. Because all the the stories of the, how they started with the ladies of the night. and yes. um Mr. Allardyce with a lady on each arm. Yeah, and the, you know, how you just love the parliament and your <laughs> massage story. And then how the 15 was just amazing. I also like really quite like the the cocktail episode, but it's definitely not been one of the most listened episodes of the season, which I'm surprised. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny ones that we would maybe expect would be more listened to aren't and and vice versa. Mm, Exactly. But I don't know, like it's all been fun and lots of good topics. Exactly. It feels like we got on our like sort of whiskey train on with just careering along and it's one big kind of adventure this season. Exactly. Okay, so how about most memorable dram? Yours is probably Parliament. <laughs> well, Anything else in a Parliament? Do you know what I really like was obsessed with that Parliament? I don't know if I'll ever afford a bottle, but like certainly I will treat myself to a dram if I'm at like a whiskey bar. I so enjoyed it and just mm, delicious. But do you know if it's not so bold as to sort of sneak another one in? Do you know what is a real standout dram for me? I tried to get the bottle of the latest release and it's also been sold out, which I was a bit gutted <gasps> about. I'd Yeah, the Paul Lanoir. Oh my God, it was so delicious. It just was spectacular. And I don't know about you, Inca, but I've tried and it's been sold out. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it in Italy yet, so. Yeah, so I don't know whether they released a certain amount and then they'll release some more. I'm not sure. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, I have to agree. That was amazing. I would definitely want to try it again or like to try the new one. Yeah. So what about you? What is your like standout dram? What of the dram on fires created a whiskey inferno for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely Paolo not Lanois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Glendron 15 was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we did it as a drama. Did we do it as a drama for Kilholm and Loch Gorm? We definitely uh... mentioned it. Oh, that was on the when we did the whiskey tasting episode. Exactly. Way back at the start. And I did an Aberlour and you did the Kilhoman. Yeah. Yeah, Kilhoman is oh, so good. But yeah, I would have to agree. It's funny because we, we have kind of, we have similar whiskey taste, but it's also quite different. Yeah. But then we get like our favourite would be the same. Yeah. Like with Buna, obviously, uh, and then with the Paulona. It is. It's interesting, isn't it? We've got that, di- like, we do diversify, if that's the word. Yes, we do. Those certain ones we come back to and it's like, yeah, Whiskey Sisters, love this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the highlights 
of this season was definitely our Whiskey Sisters exclusive cask sample from Lack Distillery. And that was just super nice. It's going to be released to the public sometime in August, towards the end of August, I believe. Definitely. It was really special. We were quite blown away by that, weren't we? Yes. Yeah. I think you have some listener feedback. Oh, yeah. How cool is this that some listeners have been taking the time to let us know what they think of our podcast? We got some feedback from Scott Hamilton. He's from the UK and he has said that Whiskey Sisters has influenced his whiskey journey and it's made him try some non-peated whiskey. He says he fell in love with heavily peated whiskey from the outset. So he says he's really broadening his horizons and he really liked the Cask 88 episode and Unleashed the Peat because, hey, it's peat. <laughs> and he also shared his dream Dram. Apart from the Whiskey Sisters, oh, we like what uh, you did there, Scott. Yeah. It would be Paul Newman. That's a nice choice, isn't it? Yeah, that's good. He was just saying uh, he thinks he's the coolest person ever. He was so handsome, wasn't he? Oh, talking about dream drams. I have to say that's like, I've been quite disappointed by people's choices. Yeah, we didn't know who a lot of them were. Yeah, I don't know. I was expecting more like rock and roll. Yeah. I, and I love people that we would pick. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a good it, point. Well, oh, I did like how Mariella did. Um, she built the whole scene of the yeah. Irish pub and stuff. So that was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. And another listener from the UK, Phil Fraser, who's known as Whiskey Chukchar on Instagram. Oh, he's been super supportive of us throughout season one, like sharing our episodes and things, which has been really, we've been so grateful for that. He's just telling us, keep doing what we're doing. He loved the Highland Park episode. His dream dram would be Tupac Shakur. For God, some, oh, I used to love him. For some poetic rap tasting notes. Now yeah. that would be pretty cool. <laughs> am I right thinking? Am I right thinking that he actually bought a cask from Cask eighty eight? Yeah, he did. How amazing is that? Oh, so cool. And joined the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. We yeah. love it. Oh, we love them. Another listener, Robert Sherd from North Carolina in the US, said that he was a big bourbon drinker. And although he still drinks bourbon, he's probably now 50-50 with scotch, thanks to the Whiskey Sisters. Yes. And he said his like liquor cabinet is about to buckle at the seams because he's been buying so much. How awesome is that? He has dream dram. I like what he, his style. He's given us two dream drams that he would like to to share with. Who are Amelia Clark? I think that's the actress from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. And Robin Williams. And he's saying he's not sure if he'd survive the laughter and wit of those two. So I quite like that he's picked a couple of people to share a dram with. Oh, it's nice to hear that people actually. Getting into Scotch, sharing the whiskey journey with us. Yeah, totally. Sandy on Instagram, aka Barrel Next, sent us a message saying she really enjoys the whiskey facts section because there's lots of weird and wonderful things that we've been <laughs> featuring, like random stuff. <laughs> and she likes the podcast because we are like-minded girls with similar sense of humor and she can relate to us a little bit and like our podcast makes whiskey accessible to all types of whiskey drinkers which that's exactly what we wanted to do 
Yeah. That was kind of how, how we got started. Her dream dram would be Marilyn Monroe, which is a great choice. I wish kind of <laughs> I said that. <laughs> and because she thinks Marilyn loved the dram and there would be a lot of dirt that she could <laughs> share. <laughs> share. Lots of good gossip over the dram. Definitely. And she had a good idea for like season two that maybe we could do like a Whiskey Sisters meetup, like maybe just, you know, on Zoom or even yeah. somewhere in Scotland. That would be amazing. I like that idea. Who wants to drink with the Whiskey Sisters? And we'd also received some feedback from Shardul, known as Dram Voyager on Instagram. He has loved the podcast. He really enjoyed Scent of a Dram and that episode brought different perspectives and was very relatable to him. So that is lovely. His dream dram are historical figures, Charlie Chaplin and the Three Stooges. And he was asking us, are we going to cover other whiskies out with um, the Scotch industry? Yes, we are. And hope you tune in for season two, Shardo. Massive thank you. We also heard from Arlie Rose from San Diego and she's like, she loves the Whiskey Sister podcast. She just finds it really fun tuning in every week. And she just, how nice is this? She said, I felt so stoked. I found finally found my people and you both seem super fun to be around. Oh, blush. So she likes the format of it all. Her favourite dram on fire tasting was when we sampled the Brooklady and tasted Port Charlotte and Octomore so fun and she said it's really influenced her own whiskey journey and uh, this is a strange one isn't it so she'd been in Scotland and she had little miniatures of Glendronach 15 and Glendronach 21 and it so was able to sample them alongside us during the episode which was amazing oh that's great and her dream dram is us Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's so, make it happen. Exactly. So thank you so much, Arlie, and everybody else. So talking about Prulady, that was actually, <laughs> that was a funny one. I enjoyed the tasting probably more than you did. Jen was saying basically, oh, thank God we're not doing like YouTube podcasting because oh. her face <laughs> every time she took a sip of the Octomore 12.1 she's like <laughs> we should maybe do a live of something like that just and maybe that'll help me refine my facial expressions but I don't know I think I'd just be the same like Aah. oh it was funny I love Prulady or like Port Charlotte so that Pete episode was fun too Whiskey Sisters, Whiskey Fact. I got a random whiskey fact for you to finish off the season. Okay, hit me with it, Inca. Glen Turret's distillery's uh, famous cat, Towser the Mouser. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Uh, is believed to have caught 28,899 mice in its 24-year lifetime. What? Yeah, which begs the question... Who was counting? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Hey, Inca, I was just thinking, what if somebody discovers the podcast and they're catching up on all the episodes? Because I was speaking recently to somebody. In fact, it was a guy that works in the Good Spirits Company, this really cool shop in Glasgow. And he was saying he listens to loads of podcasts. And so do you know what he does? Because it mm. saves him time. He listens to the podcast at a faster speed. <laughs> Because he's like, yeah, I've not got time. So like, I just speed them up. And I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. So, oh my God, I did oh. it to hours. I did it to hours. And you can also slow it down. This fast sounds 
hilarious and slow sounds terrifying. <laughs> well, I actually, this is funny because when you leave me voice messages on WhatsApp, and then one point I was thinking, oh my gosh, she speaks so fast. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. And then I realized that my setting was wrong and I had it on like double speed. Oh, brilliant. Well, apparently yeah. some people listen to their podcasts all speed up. So I just thought that just, that just tickled that me. It's so just... funny. So it's not been plain sailing or all silky tones on the microphones for the Whiskey Sisters. And some has not made the cut. Spit it out. Hello and welcome to Whiskey Sisters, the podcast. I am. And my name is. <laughs> Sorry, it makes me think the Eminem song. My name is. My name is. <laughs> Together, Together we... we are. <laughs> Together, Together we, we are. are. <laughs> this week, we will feature our last stop on the Whiskey Sisters. Whiskey... Good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> nailed, nailed it. <laughs> and we thought it would be nice to talk about a little bit of the history of women in the whiskey. I'll say it again. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it was passed into the hands of Archibald. I don't know how to say his name. So that's, you pronounce that Archibald. Archibald. And the site is now, uh, oh, the site is uh, where now, Oh my god, can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we actually featured some of this stuff on uh, one of the previous <coughs> episodes. <coughs> oh, sounds mean. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, frog in the throat. And their distillery comes from a biome. <laughs> <laughs> Season two, we are coming for you. So that's it for now we will take a little summer break before we return for season two yes there will be season two don't you worry yeah we'll be back and that will begin sometime in september and we will have some interesting guests in fact we have some juicy and delicious guests already lined up we have them in our sights we will be diving deeper into the whiskey world by featuring not only more scotch whiskey but also whiskies worldwide we're coming for you worldwide whiskies yes and that will also mean worldwide whiskey facts and whiskey news mm -mm -mm. but if you miss us don't you worry you can follow us on social media as we will be doing a few instagram lives and showing off our acting skills on our rather <laughs> terrific reels <laughs> <laughs> oh actually fun fact none of the reels been put in slow-mo or anything that's actually how we just act <laughs> yeah. yeah no special effects that is just our natural way Brilliant. Yeah. so keep in touch with us on instagram at whiskeysisters.podcast whiskey sisters on twitter and whiskey sisters podcast on facebook and meanwhile we will miss you thanks for so everything inca Sayonara, arrivederci, <laughs> goodbye. Cheerio, whiskey sisters. sisters. <laughs> I think we should leave that to voiceover, Bob. Don't you? Yeah. Thanks, Bob, for all your hard work. Yes, we love you. We love you. That's plenty. Mm -hmm.